Well, it's a pleasure to have you, Dr. Evans. Welcome to the Red to Learn show. And uh, we are talking entrepreneurship and had to have you on the show today. Um, you have a lot going on, so we're going to dive right in uh, to accounting. Uh, tell us a little bit about your uh, accounting business, uh, how long you've been doing it, and uh, so forth. Okay, so a little bit about my accounting business. Um, I've had FTX Accounting. Um, for over 10 years, like I stated before. Um, and that business has been um, my baby. Okay, not to say it's been my baby. Um, I really love what I do. Um, I literally uh, ended up starting that business because of a friend asking me to do his tax return, and then it just kind of blossomed from there. But um, I really love what I do. I really love helping my clients. I'm always excited right before tax season starts, the anticipation of it. And um, yeah, just a little bit about what's going on with my business. And uh, speaking of the uh, tax season, it, it is approaching, correct? Yes, it is. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about Crush Fit. Uh, can you uh, tell us a little bit about Crush Fit? Uh, how did this start and uh, you know, uh, the, the merch itself and everything? Absolutely. CrushFit Athletics uh, was started um, because I lost 80 pounds after having my son. Um, so since I had that 80 pound weight loss journey after having him, I went ahead and put together a clothing line that caters to all women. Uh, literally, you can have we have sizes all the way from extra small all the way up to 2X. Oh, okay. Um, a lot of the women that wear it will tell you the sizes are a lot smaller and they still fit them. So, for example, if you're typically like a extra large, you probably could wear a medium in okay. a pair of line and still look amazing. Um, the tank tops are extremely flattering. The A lot of the outfits are very stretchy. Okay. So and they have a slimming feature to most of them. Um, most of the sports bras are high-impact sports bras for when you're okay. out. So uh, that's a little bit about my apparel line. Now, is it uh, primarily just for women or uh, is it for males? I'm so glad you asked. I'm so glad you asked. We actually do have a dry fit tee for men right now. Okay. That is the only item that we have in our collection for men. Um, if there are more sales that come in on the men's end, we will expand the brand a little bit with the men's collection. But for now, it's just one dry fit tee and um, it looks really good. So no doubt. definitely need to get it. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Okay, so uh, let's talk genuine uh, collection, connections. I'm sorry. Genuine connections. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about that? Uh, explain a little bit more about what that is. Yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, Genuine Connections is a club that I created on Clubhouse. Okay. Um, I created that club 
uh, around December of last year. That club now has close to about 6,000 members. I personally have about uh, 7,500 followers on the actual app. Okay. Um, every day, that club is a source of positivity and inspiration on Clubhouse. Our right. main purpose is to serve the Clubhouse community and uh, ensure that people can come in, express themselves. We do say it's a safe space. Yes, we are aware that there are tons of people coming in and out, but I don't allow certain behaviors on my stage in particular. So okay. everyone that does come on to the room, they're fully aware that this is going to be a peaceful environment. Uh, right. No fighting, no right. disrespect. We are all inclusive. That means we allow every single person that is on the app to come on in. So we are friendly to every single community. So you will see members of my club from Japan, um, Egypt. You will see uh, people from Italy in the club. You will see people literally all over the world. We have a, a large population of people from London in the club. And that's just a few wow. countries to name. Wow. Um, Guyana, Trinidad. Um, there's tons more. Wow. Club. Wow. And, and, and speaking of Clubhouse, Dr. Evans, can you just speak to... Uh, I guess, or share your thoughts uh, on Clubhouse uh, being an entrepreneur and uh, has it uh, benefited you or, or some of the connections that you may have, you know, may have connected while, while using the app? Absolutely. Clubhouse has really been a source of inspiration for me personally. Um, getting on the app, I have been able to connect with people literally all over the world. In fact, in my Genuine Connections Club, every Wednesday, I have a room uh, come in and learn Japanese. I was literally wow. connect with someone from Japan who is a Japanese teacher. She comes in every week. Wow. Um, she creates the room for me, um, sets the pace, and we have an introduction to Japanese class right on the app. So it's been an amazing experience. I've had the opportunity to learn Japanese. So wow, okay. Japanese uh, listeners at the moment, uh, konnichiwa to you. Uh, I am Femi Song, and I am in Georgia. Atlanta, okay? And uh, for anyone that is in France, we also have a French teacher that comes in about once a month to teach French in the club also. So it's been a great experience for me. I've had the opportunity to be on stages with Grant Cardone, wow. Les Brown, Shaka wow. Bars, Tiffany Haddish, wow. um, and the list goes on of the entrepreneurs I've been able to not only connect with, and uh, share the stage with and it's really been an amazing experience for me so far wow wow it sounds like it's been a truly amazing uh, experience Absolutely. and um <laughs> you know since we've been talking uh, entrepreneurship dr evans i have to ask the question uh wh why did you uh choose to be an entrepreneur okay well that is a great question um i had um <laughs> i'm not gonna say his last name okay but my last boss, his name was Glenn, and um, he was the worst boss you could ever have. Wow. Um, my schedule, I was supposed to work 40 hours a week. He gave me more of a 70-hour-a-week work schedule. 
Um, I remember one time getting ridding, ridden up because I did not pick up my phone in the middle of the night when he called. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was such a bad experience, to be honest with you. It forced me to see that um, I was a terrible employee. Okay. Um, I just could not get it together and work for someone else. Okay. And um, I literally one day uh, while I was at work, keep in mind, I had already had my office set up for tax season. So I was right. working that next tax season. I already had um, removed, I had already saved up over $15,000 in my 401k and I had withdrawn some of the money from my 401k. And um, I made the decision one day to finally let go of my job. I literally put the keys on my desk wow. and I walked out the door. I remember it just like yesterday, the other manager that was on duty, she asked me if I was going on break. I said <laughs> no. She asked me if I would be back. And I said no. I literally walked out the door and um, got in my car and I've wow. looked back since. Being an entrepreneur has been one of the most rewarding experiences of my life. Uh, definitely one of the scariest. Um, okay. Definitely one of the most experiences that has stretched me as a person, but okay. I would do it all over again the same way. No doubt, no doubt. So with that being said, I have to ask Dr. Evans, what is the hardest thing you would say about being an entrepreneur? Um, the hardest thing that I think a lot of people think that it's easy. Okay. Um, I think that's one of the hardest things. Right. Um, for me, it was a very lonely road. Uh, 11 years ago, it was not popular to be an entrepreneur. Okay. So, okay. uh, when I became an entrepreneur, I literally was like, uh, a little like, speck of rice <laughs> and I remember remember starting my business I remember having magnets on my car and I wow. remember driving into my office in Atlantic Station in the 201 building and I remember parking my car I remember um, getting on the elevator uh, there was a gentleman on the elevator with me and he automatically assumed that I was heading to one of the offices to work for someone else. So he's like, <laughs> heading into heading into work, huh? Um, you're going to get in trouble that you're late. And I said, no, actually, I'm heading into my office. There you go. Um, there you go. I have one an office here on this floor. And he turned out to be um, a suite mate that was literally right next door to me. You know? Wow. Um, so it ended up actually being a... A really good experience after that, but um, he was very surprised. Very I bet, surprised. I bet, I bet. Office <laughs> in Atlantic Station in the 201 building, and um, he was very surprised that you know I was working for myself at that age, but I saw a need for it. Right. I just really wanted more out of life. Um, right. Paycheck to paycheck just was not enough for me. Okay. I had bigger dreams. I wanted to achieve more. I wanted to acquire uh, generational wealth. Okay. And, um, I was able to do that literally my first year in business. I wow. my first investment property cash. 
And, um, you know, the market had fell around that time. And um, today at the highest market value, that property is worth over six figures. So I think wow. the best decision for me, I would not have been able to achieve that if right. still working a nine to five personally. So. Right, right, right. And, and to just, I think, too, is taking, like you said, that leap of faith. That That's yeah. very key and uh, very, very important. Uh, what's one of the most important things you've learned uh, while being an entrepreneur? Uh, most important thing is um, give yourself grace. Okay, no doubt. Give yourself grace. Like, you're not going to be perfect. You're not going to get it right every time. There are going to be customers that hate you no matter what you do. Um, right. Apologize, send them free stuff, um, and they will still tear down your business or your name. So you have to learn to give yourself grace in this process. And, um, you know, remember who you are. Right. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, what's your take on, uh, as far as uh, social, using uh, social media? Does that play a role into your uh, entrepreneurship? Uh, Absolutely. I think that's a great question. I love social media. I'm not going to lie. I love it. It's just a very easy way for me to express to the public that I'm a business owner. These are the things I have to offer. Right. Very free way to get customers. You know, exactly. Ads, which I do run ads. Um, okay. Ads are going to be running soon uh, during tax season. So when you see that FTX logo, uh, just know that's me. Those are my ads <laughs> that no are doubt. But um, I think it's been a, a great source. I have literally been able to um, connect with a lot of people. Okay. I have literally been able to uh, gain clients, you know, people just sliding in my DMs or maybe me sliding in theirs and them saying, yeah, I need, I need help with this. I need bookkeeping. I need my taxes done. Um, right. And it's been great for um, my crush fit business also, because guess what? They get to see the clothing line. They get right. to see customers in the clothing line. They get to see uh, real people, real women and men wearing the clothes, excited about it. And um, definitely uh, check out our Instagram page at CrushFit Online. You will see my interview with Amara Lenagre. Uh I was blessed to wow. have an interview with her, and um, she endorsed the brand. Um, That's dope. Pandemic. So that was amazing. That's dope. That's dope. That's big. Uh, do you have a favorite social media platform? Uh, do you prefer, uh, as far as, uh, should I say, does... Do you prefer one when it comes down to your business as far as uh, promoting? Uh, do you, you know, use one more so than the, than, than the other? Have you found out that um, one works best? Uh, Facebook, honestly, was the first uh, platform, I will say, okay. that I used in terms of business. And it was just more like um, creating my business page on Facebook. That type right. of thing. And that was before, right. like, Instagram was really in and like you know uh something that a lot of people were using so uh facebook was definitely a source for me no doubt no doubt um but my you... business actually was built off a of word of mouth so i'm one of those uh, okay right there's i literally 
walked through uh, Jamaica Avenue in New York when I went home to visit my parents with my flyers for my business. Um, on the streets of New York, on Jamaica Avenue, handing out my flyers to anyone that would take them. Um, here in Georgia, when I came back, I had over 10,000 flyers made and distributed. I had a flyer person distributing them at parties here in Georgia. My, me, myself, I would go into apartment complexes, run upstairs, okay? And <laughs> people's doors because when you have a dream and a vision for your business you have to go after it relentlessly so I was extremely relentless um, about building the brand and uh, I was blessed to really have a, a lot of people who I had connected with before because I was a manager at my previous uh, job that I had um, a lot of those people ended up either coming in to work for me um, from my new company or and became uh, new customers too. So okay. that was a great experience. No doubt. So with you having experienced, uh, I guess more so the street, the, the physical promotion with uh, respect to flyers and posters versus dealing with today's social media um have you found out have you found one to be more effective than the other or do you prefer one uh you know over the other you know what i can't say i prefer one over the other especially because okay. it's COVID right now so okay. you know i'm gonna have to lean more on right virtual anything virtual that's going to help me get the word out there i will say this um what i have uh tried to do over the years is master my 15 second pitch so okay. when people ask me what i do i can let them know they can have an idea about who i am um whether it's virtual or in person i'm kind of a social butterfly so like i can make friends anywhere i literally can walk into a supermarket and make friends with someone just small talk with them uh, not even trying to pitch business i'm just a friendly person so right. um literally that really helps because i actually like communicating with other people so right right no doubt no doubt um okay so let me ask you this dr evans uh what advice uh would you give to an aspiring entrepreneur Somebody that's looking to uh, get their feet wet, jump into the lane of entrepreneurship, uh, you know, what advice would you give them? Okay. The first thing I would say, um, plan it out. Okay. Don't just quit your job. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, right. Paid, especially if you have like rent to pay or your mortgage. Um, honestly, I think I think you should just try to save at least six months to a year of um, expenses that you have, just because it's going to be a new avenue for you. I would advise anyone that's venturing into entrepreneurship to fix your credit or have a credit plan in place, okay, to get your credit in order. I know it's going to be hard. You may have to work two jobs before you can venture out fully to entrepreneurship. And um, I would say uh, just th th take your time. Don't go at everybody else's pace. I feel like social media right now puts a facade of 
you're going to start your business and you're going to make millions of dollars. Okay. For a majority of people, that is just not going to be the case. Okay. Right. Unless right. you have a team, a, a very well-oiled machine team behind there you, you go. and a lot of money. Okay. <laughs> right. I'm just making a million dollars. <laughs> there, there's structures and systems in place. That's why they're able to even do the things that they're doing. So, um, I would say uh, take your time, do your research on the business. Don't do it for the money. Do it for the love of what you're doing. Because I will tell you this: there are going to be times that you're making no money at all, or there might be years where it's just not a good year for you in business. And if you love it, you will stick with it. Not something that you love. There's no way your business is going to survive. That is so true, Doctor Evans. That is so true. Those are, uh, you know, gems dropping gems. The doc is <laughs> in the house, no doubt, no doubt. Well, again, uh, Doctor Evans, um, it's been a pleasure, you know, having you on the show. Uh, you, you certainly have blessed our audience uh, with great entrepreneur, you know, entrepreneur gems. And uh, you're welcome back anytime. Uh, Thank you but, so for having me. I really appreciate you. No, no, no doubt. No doubt. Uh, but before you get out of here, um, please let uh, the people know if they want to, you know, get a hold of some of your merch again, or if they want to follow you or, you know, just, you know, tap in with you, uh, you know, please provide your uh, social media links for them. All right. So if you are trying to connect with me, please go ahead and connect with me on IG. My name on IG is Queen Femi, Q-U-E-N-F-E-M-Y. It will not be hard to find me on there at all. Head on over to my link tree on that Queen Femi page and you will find all of my links attached to my bio. Um, My bio pretty much describes everything about me in there. Um, and also feel free to head on over to crushfit.com. That is my athletic apparel um, website, crushfit.com. Um, all of the merch will pull up and uh, buy something on the site. <laughs> and then also um, feel free to tap into my at crushfit um, on at not at crushfit at ftx accounting okay that is my tax page at ftx accounting so uh tap in with me there and feel free to hit the link in my bio so you can schedule a free 15 minute session with me i'd love to chat with you and see how my company can help you uh elevate in whatever financial level you're trying to get to no doubt (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no doubt dr evans again you're welcome back anytime it's been a pleasure and again uh much success and many blessings thank you so much appreciate you having me no doubt ready to learn show we out yeah ready to learn.